and welcome, ho ho ho, to the Christmas special, also known as episode 28, on the official record, of Sports Bar Talk. We got a great show for you today. We are picking a lot of football games, quite possibly more football games than what we picked back during our Thanksgiving special. So we're going we're going to jump right into it here. Uh It's Christmas. We wish you a merry Christmas. We wish you a merry Christmas. We wish you a merry Christmas. And a happy new year. Okay, sorry about that. Had to sing it, you know. I do remember one of our first episodes when I said uh I, when I talked about it was like August or September, and I started uh, jumping into my deck, the halls with vows of holly, fa la 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 I was just joking when I said, oh my goodness, Christmas is almost here, but I feel like I just did that episode just two hours ago, and here we are. We're recording this on a Wednesday this time, so this is dropping a day earlier than anticipated because of Christmas Eve. I have to wrap the presents for the, uh production crew, you know, they're not getting anything too fancy, uh, just a lump of coal, no, I'm kidding, they're gonna get something nice, but I can't tell them what it is until December 25th, when we open the presents, uh, but they're gonna love what they get, because, uh, well, I think they will, I hope they do too, but, you know, I hope they do, (laughs) all right, let's dive right into it, and before we, I do want to talk about the NBA on Christmas Day. But first, I am going to tell you, we will be picking the college football playoff games. Now, if you expected me to pick these games today, there is, in one week, is another, we're going to have another episode. We'll, we'll pick the game then. Uh, we'll pick both playoff semifinals as well as the week, as well as the week 17 football games, at least the big ones, because... When you get to Week 17 the NFL season, there is no Thursday night and Monday night game. Everyone plays on that Sunday, so we'll go over the big storyline. So we'll, we might possibly need a couple more games to pick, so what better than to pick the uh, playoff semifinals? Uh, but real quick before we pick the games, because this year NFL-wise, we do have a game on Christmas Day. We're not going to have a Thursday night game. Fox and the NFL decided... Since the Thursday is Christmas Eve, let's just make our Thursday night game on Christmas Day. So it's Friday afternoon football, Christmas Day. And then you have three games on Saturday. And then the Sunday and Monday night game. So we're not wasting any time. Let's 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 talk about the NBA on Christmas Day. I'm just gonna go over this very quick. I I might I think I've gone over these before. Uh NBA season. Got started last night, two games, Nets and Warriors, Lakers, Clippers. Clippers looked very good, but the Lakers, of course, were getting their rings, so there might have been a little too much excitement. I know sometimes when teams have their ring nights slash banner raising night, they tend to not perform as well. Uh, It certainly happened. It's happened before. uh, Most recently, I can think. When the Patriots beat the Falcons the next year, the Chiefs came in and beat them 42-28 on banner-raising night. That was when Alex Smith was the Chiefs quarterback. Now he's with Washington. Uh-huh. So, let's let's just dive right into it. 
Pella, the games starting at noon on ESPN. You got Pelicans and Heat. I can't wait to watch Zion play. Um, he went to my favorite college basketball team, Duke, so always fun. Um, you got Brandon Ingram, J.J. Redick. This team is basically made up of a bunch of Duke alum. The Pelicans are. Lonzo. Ball, of course, is still with the Pelicans. There was rumors he might be traded to the Knicks. Uh, I'm a Knicks fan, so we'll see. But right now, Lonzo is starting the season with the Pelicans. He's a fan favorite. His brother, of course, LaMelo Ball, is at the Charlotte Hornets. So that'll be fun to see how he does. Um... But we'll see. That could be a good game. And then on the Miami side, Jimmy Butler, one of my favorite players to watch on a day-in and day-out basis. Uh, Tyler Hero, um, becoming very good, becoming very popular amongst teenagers. Um, Goran Dragic, Myers Leonard. Actually, Myers Leonard's on the Trailblazers. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Bam out of bio, of course, won the dunk contest. Back in February, he got some he got some good players. I know they were hoping they get Giannis on a Kumpo, but he signed that five year super max deal, uh, to extension to remain in Milwaukee. So they're gonna try and get James Harden, but that's looking as the days go by unlikely. So it could be a fun game to kick it off. It's on ESPN or the tip off. Then at two thirty, you got to switch to your ABC station for. Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors. And speaking of Giannis Antetokounmpo, his Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, Giannis, they're going to have to get some support around him. They look they looked fun. I thought they'd come out the East this year, but last year. But Boston is the team to me that should have came out. The Heat, of course, came out of the East. Um, they got a good coach, Mike Budenholzer. Uh of course, they got Giannis. But other than that, Chris Middleton is a good good. Giannis's brother. Fanasiasis. I don't know how to spell that uh or to pronounce that. They have Brooke Lopez. Love watching Brooke Lopez play. His brother Robin was on this team, but I believe he left. They got and my Arkansas people will like this Bobby Portis, a power forward. He of course is an Arkansas Razorback alum. DJ Wilson from his days at Michigan. DJ Augustine, he's a good young point guard, a rising star. Notre Dame alum Pat Connaughton and Villanova, uh, former Villanova point guard Dante DiVincenzo. I believe he was on that nat the nat one of the national championship teams. So the Bucks, that if the Bucks have a chance to contend this year, they're gonna have to get a something, something, a piece to help Giannis. Whether it's Harden, which I don't know if that'll happen. Or somebody. I don't know what's going to happen. Maybe Giannis would want to go to L.A. to play with LeBron at some point. I don't know. We will see. It's it's very interesting. And then Golden State. Uh, they lost last night pretty convincingly. But it was to the Nets. And the Nets are going to be a problem. I think the Nets are actually come out the East. People weren't so sure. I thought, hey, this has got Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. I've watched a lot of Nets basketball over the years. The supporting cast, not just around Kevin Durant and Kyrie, they have a good supporting cast. Spencer Dinwiddie is going to be sixth man of the year, in my opinion. He's very good at what he does. He was starting point guard when Kyrie was out. 
Looked very good. He was a starting point guard back two years ago when D'Angelo Russell was out. He looked very good, too. So, Dinwiddie's really good. They have one of the, in my opinion, one of the better three-point shooters in the league. Actually won the three-point contest one year. It was either last year or two years ago. Joe Harris. He's very good to watch. But why are we talking about the Nets? We're going to talk about the Nets next. Golden State. You have Curry. He was he was good last night. Of course, Clay Thompson is out after re- tearing the other Achilles in a private workout last before the draft. James Wiseman, the rookie out of Memphis, he looked pretty good for not having played a actual basketball game since last year. You have former Washington Wizards star Kelly Oubre Jr., former number one overall pick Andrew Wiggins. So it's going to be tough for Golden State to win this game, in my opinion. They, this team is very similar, in my opinion, to Milwaukee, and that all they really got is Curry. Uh-huh. Much like all the Bucks really have is Giannis. Curry needs a second guy. This season, Giannis has Chris Middleton. Who's going to step up? A lot of people think it'll be Andrew Wiggins. Draymond, Draymond, he might not cut it for me. He's not a good three-point shooter. But Wiggins can shoot. Um, Maybe not as good as people would like, but he can shoot when he needs to. So, we'll see. Um, set the third Christmas game. Gotta go quick. Nets and Celtics. I was just talking about Brooklyn. What a team they have. Kyrie, Kevin Durant. Joe Harris, DeAndre Jordan, uh, Rodion's Karutz, Karis LeVert, who looked pretty good coming off the bench yesterday. Um, let's see, who else to have? I'll pull up the roster real quick. Um, but we all know about the Celtics. They have Jason Tatum, a, one of my favorite players. Of course, he went to Duke, believe it or not. So, continuing the Duke in the NBA type theme. Uh, Gordon Hayward, of course, is gone. He got traded away. They have Kemba Walker. So, it's very interesting to see what happens with Boston this year. Gordon Hayward, a lot of people think that was just a a player that they were just wasting salary on. So, they had to get rid of him. They have Taco Fall, Jalen Brown, Tristan Thompson. I like watching the Celtics play. I think they'll make it to the Eastern Finals. I think this will be the Eastern Conference Finals game, Nets and Celtics. But the Nets, they have such a good team, in my opinion. I I don't I see them coming out the East. I just see it happening. Maybe they can win it all. I think this is the team that could beat the from the Lakers. We'll see. All right, Net, Mavs and Lakers, the game I'm most looking forward to see because I get to see LeBron versus Luka Doncic. For those of you who don't know, Luka is the f- he's like the second choice to win MVP right now in Vegas behind Giannis. But he is, this is, I believe, his third year in the league. And boy, is he a talent. He came from Real Madrid in Spain, the Euro League. They also have Porzingis, who I think is missing the first couple of games due to an injury. They have Tim Hardaway Jr., Willie Cauley-Stein, Maxi Kleber, Trey Burke from Michigan. They also just added this year, I believe, Jalen Brunson, also a part of one of those national championship teams of Villanova. So this team is set. But when you watch the Lakers, now the Lakers, I did mention they lost to the Clippers because, well, kind of, most likely, they were celebrating the rings and it got the best of them. But other than LeBron and Anthony Davis, this team only really got stronger. Yes, they lost Danny Green. Yes, they lost Dwight Howard. But... 
They added Dennis Schroeder, who's going to be the starting point guard this year. Marcus Saul comes from Toronto. He's a good center. Uh, there was even talks Marcus Saul's brother Pau would come make a comeback into the NBA and rejoin his brother. Imagine if Paul Gasol comes back. He was a fan favorite for the Lakers, and back in the later years of Kobe, that him and uh, Paul Gasol were the two dynamic duo. Alex Caruso, the fan favorite, comes off the bench. Costas Antetokounmpo, Giannis, and the other guy's brother to play for the Bucks. Costas, by the way, the Lakers ring ceremony last night was the best ring ceremony I have ever seen in sports history. The 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 uh, family members were on the jumbotron, virtually presenting them their rings. It was beautiful. It was my favorite. Um, Montrez Harrell, they added. He was with the Clippers last year. So literally, he went to go join the second favorite team to win the West to the first to the top seed, the Lakers. Just why he wanted that. He said, you know what? I love living in L.A. so much. I'm going to leave the Clippers, but I'm going to go join the, the good guys, the Lakers. So quite literally, he just changed locker rooms, basically. Because the Lakers and Clippers share the same arena, Staples Center. And so that's, there's one more Christmas game, Clippers and Nuggets. Uh, I'm not going to get into that game because I we have to pick these games because, wow, we're already 14 minutes in. Okay, so I'm going to change things up with picking the games. Uh, first, I'll set the scene for the game, and I'm actually going to read the spread and the over-under. Just so we get a feel for how this could go, if it could be a high-scoring game. Uh, maybe is it projected to be a blowout? Is it a pick'em? Uh, just to give you guys an overall sense. These lines do change, so if you want to get more of an, a sense before you make your predictions on maybe like a Saturday or a Sunday, go check these odds. These odds are provided to us from the DraftKings Sportsbook. Um, they're a good sportsbook. I don't bet. But from what I hear from my friends that do, it's it's the choice of sportsbook is DraftKings. Um, so let's start. We're going to start with the Christmas Day game. Vikings and Saints. Saints are seven-point favorites. The over-under is 51 and a half. And this is a Vikings team, by the way, that is able to give the Saints fits whenever they play. You guys remember three years ago, the Minneapolis Miracle. When the Vikings beat the Saints in the final five seconds of the game from the, from the Case Keenum and Stephon Diggs. Both of those guys aren't there now. But last year, of course, the Vikings go to New Orleans in the wild card game and upset the Saints in overtime. It's quite possible the Vikings can win this game. Big game for the Vikings, though, for the playoffs. Saints, if they win this game, they get the top seed in the NFC in the only bye. It, or not. No, they don't. I'm talking about the Packers. What am I thinking? The Saints, of course, lost to Kansas City the other day on Sunday. Drew Brees came back. He had a bad... He didn't have the best game. He looked pretty good in the final five minutes. But that was when they were down 10. So, I, I think Brees will be better this game. It's Christmas. He's going to want to play well. Um, but the Vikings, they are still in the thick of the playoff race right now. They're battling for that last seed with their uh, NFC North counterparts, the Chicago Bears, um, and a couple other teams as well. It's very interesting to see what happens. We're going to see what happens. Of course, the Saints haven't clinched the division quite yet. Actually, the Buccaneers are a game back of 
New Orleans. So we'll see. Buccaneers haven't clinched a playoff berth yet either. So it's going to be very interesting to see what transpires in this game. I think the Saints win this game. Uh, I'm not going to give you a final score anymore. Well, the Saints will win 28, I will, 28-24. I like the Saints, but I do think the Vikings cover the, cover the spread. All right, we have free Saturday. That game, by the way, is on Fox, NFL Network, Prime Video, Twitch. That stuff I've told you about. Next game we're going to pick. We have free Saturday games. We'll start with, speaking of Tom Brady's Buccaneers, go to Detroit to take on the Lions. Bucks come into the come into this game right now a nine and a half point favorites. The over under is set at fifty three and a half, and the Bucks they gotta play better. They gotta play complete football for sixty minutes. It seems like when I watch the Bucks play in the games they win, they play their best football in the second half. You gotta if you, if they're gonna want to have a shot at playing in the Super Bowl in their own building in fe, in the first Sunday in February. They need to play a complete football game for 60 minutes. And quite frankly, I haven't seen it yet. Now, Tom Brady did have another multi-possession comeback against the Falcons, which led to a lot of memes on social media. Oh my goodness, Matt Ryan choked another, and the Falcons choked another lead to Tom Brady again. Well, the Lions, they got a little some issues. Uh, two members of the coaching staff, tested positive for COVID, and because of close contacts, close contacts, it sounds like all of the defensive coaches, including the interim head coach, will not be able to coach the game. So they're finding codes, so they're going to be short-staffed. That is very tough. I, The Lions, I just can't find anything positive about this team right now. Um, yes, they have TJ Hawkinson, who's got named to the Pro Bowl at tight end. He's really good. Uh, Marvin Jones is good. Matt Stafford is pretty good. He's just—I think he's being wasted on this team. He'll—I think he will get traded. There's a chance he does, or he's—or if he's a free agent, I'm not exactly sure. So we'll see. I like the Buccaneers in this game. I like them outright, and when I say I like them outright, I mean it means I also think they'll cover the spread. So that means the Buccaneers will win by more than nine and a half. I think it'll be more around twenty-eight to seven. Um. I think this will be a complete performance for the Buccaneers, and I honestly, I think that'll help them in the long. This game will help them in the wrong long run. That game is exclusively on NFL Network. This next game, unless you live in Phoenix or in the Bay Area, you can only watch this game on Prime Video or Twitch. When the NFL signed its uh, Thursday night streaming deal with Amazon. There was a deal in the deal and there was a, a thing in the contract that said one NFL game a year must be streamed exclusively on Amazon. This is that game. And it's a pivotal game for the wild card spot, too. The San Francisco 49ers, who are still mathematically in it, probably not gonna make it, will go to Arizona will stay in Arizona because this is their new this was their new home the lot for the month of December. To take on Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. Right now, Arizona is in the game at a five-point favorite. The over-under is set at 48.5. And what a game the Cardinals had against Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. I'm going to go out on the limb and say that was game of the week. Um, 
I love watching Kyler Murray play every week. He's so f- good at what he does week in, week out. He's got the best wideout in the league, in my opinion, in DeAndre Hopkins. They have Larry Fitzgerald, who caught a touchdown pass. Very good for my heart to see Larry Fitzgerald, one of the better guys in the league. Of course, have to mention, since we're from, since we're recording from Pennsylvania, he's a Pitt alum. Um... And then they have Christian Kirk. They have two good running backs in Chase Edmonds and Kenyon Drake. They're a very good team, fun team to watch. But the 49ers, this team would probably be better if Garoppolo didn't play bad and got injured, obviously. And George Kittle's been out. Um, Just sad what happened to Kittle. One of my favorite players in the league. One of the best personalities in the league. He's a funny guy. He's He almost acts like uh, Gronk. Gronk. Um, fun guy to watch. Um, but I don't know what's up with the Niners. It's injuries. I think a lot of people are saying they should sit their guys this week. I don't think that's going to happen. I like Arizona in this game. Uh, 35 to 30. I do think that San Fran just barely covers the spread. I think it'll be high scoring. I think Nick Mullins or CJ Befford, whoever's starting, because I know Nick Mullins had surgery. They'll be able to keep pace with Arizona. But ultimately, I think Arizona wins, and it sounds like that'll knock San Fran out of the playoffs. Of course, San Fran last year made the Super Bowl. Blew a 10-point lead to Kansas City in the fourth quarter. We all know what happened there. So that game is, unless you live in the San Francisco area or Phoenix, that game you can only watch it on Amazon Prime Video or Twitch. It's free on Twitch. If you choose to watch it through Amazon, you have to have a Prime subscription, but I know they offer free trials for that. And then the nightcap, which is, again, going to be on NFL Network. So the Bucks lions game and Dolphins-Raiders are on NFL Network. Tua! And the, a big game for wildcard potential. Tua and the Dolphins take on maybe Marcus Mariota? Maybe Derek Carr? And the Las Vegas Raiders. And the Raiders... They had, by the way, the Dolphins come in as three-point favorites. The over-under is set at 47.5. What's wrong with the Raiders? They lost to the Chargers in overtime. They're deep. They're deep. They fired a defensive coordinator because they thought the defensive coordinator was the problem with his should-be-good defense, but it wasn't the problem. It's just they got bad players on defense. Um, The offense... Looked all right with Marcus Mariota. Of course, Derek Carr did get hurt. Let me check the injury report. Let's see how Carr is doing. Um, It was a fun game last week against the Chargers. We will see. If Derek Carr is compromised, Raiders have to go with Marcus Mariota. Uh, Derek Carr on Tuesday had a limited practice, and he is prepping to play against Miami. There we go. So, who knows? I personally, I think you go with the guy who gives you your best chance to win when you're in the thick of the playoff hunt, and you have to win, and then you have to try and get some help. And in my opinion, the guy that would give me the best chance to win is a healthy Marcus Mariota, not a limited Derek Carr. I think they personally, they should go at Mariota here in the spot. I read a story that Mariota and Tua went to the same high school in uh, Hawaii, so this would be big for 
the people of that that went to that high school, alumni, past, present students, be very interesting to watch. Now the Dolphins beat the Patriots. Can you believe we're not going to see the Patriots in the playoffs? This is amazing. Let alone they didn't win the when they didn't win the AFC East. That was in and of itself crazy. I thought they'd still make the playoffs. They they haven't even made the playoffs. So I can't say I'm surprised. I mean, they looked ever since Cam got COVID and it just didn't look good. Um, that's a surprise, but we're not picking the Patriots game. We won't, we won't be picking Patriots the rest of the year. Um, I don't know how to go with this game. Uh, it's going to be one of the closer games. I think the Dolphins win, but I do think the Raiders cover. Uh, 21 to 20 is the final score. I like the Dolphins. I think they eliminate the Raiders. It's that's a bad news for Ravens fans though, because you need the Dolphins to lose at least one. And the Dolphins play Buffalo to end the season. Angus is coming. He wants to say hi. One second. Say hi, Angus. Hi. Okay. All right. Monday Night Football. This game is completely meaningless. I just said we weren't going to pick the Patriots, and look, they're the Monday Night Football game. I don't know if Buffalo... I don't think Buffalo will rest their guys because they still theoretically have a chance at the one seed. Buffalo comes in seven-point favorites. The over-under is 46. The Bills are AFC's champions. Crazy. And apparently, Bills Mafia had no regard for COVID because when the Bills flew back from Denver after winning their game Saturday night... The Buffalo fans were there to greet them at the airport behind the fence. They, The Bills fans were partying. No masks. No social distancing. Hopefully there isn't a big COVID outbreak in Buffalo. Because that was bad. That was just a frightening scene to watch. Yes, it was great to see them partying. And celebrating their team and the history they made. If this was 2019 or another year. There weren't a pandemic, people. Celebrate at home through Zoom. Oh, my God. And we just talked about the Patriots, but Josh Allen, listen, it's a long shot for the Bills to beat Kansas City, but right now the Bills have the best chance of beating Kansas City. I think the Bills win, but I think the Patriots are going to cover. Um, and final score, 28-24. to 24. I think Cam plays well because now Cam's basically playing for the for the starting job for next season because you don't want New England to go out and potentially get another quarterback. Um, we'll see. I actually think Josh McDaniels might be on the move this year. Um, finally. I'll let you know maybe where I think would be the best fit for him. That'll be on a later episode, though. Um, all right. Let's go to the game of the week. This is a pivotal game. Our our Sunday mon our Sunday block game at four twenty five, it's a pivotal game for who will win the NFC West. It is the Los Angeles Rams going to Seattle to take on the Seahawks. The Rams come into this game one and a half point dogs over under set at forty seven and a half, and the Rams, what the heck are you doing? You had one job, beat the Jets. Now the Jets aren't going to be able to get Trevor Lawrence. What are you doing? What are you doing, Los Angeles? 
I think the Rams are going to be one and done in the playoffs when they get there. Um, Goff is very inconsistent. Some games he's great. Some games he's bad. No better example than watching that game uh, on Sunday. Um, Seattle, though. What's up with Russell Wilson? He did so good in September and October and part into November. But he hasn't played his best football as of late. I mean, they're winning games, but the stats are not just there for me, even in fantasy for Russell Wilson. DK Metcalf has done amazing, though. He's gonna, he's a top-five wide receiver in this league to me, and he's very strong. Running back-wise, they have some good options. Carson, Carlos Hyde, DJ Dallas. But let's get these scenarios up for the NFC West right now. Seattle is up a game on the Rams. Basically, if Seattle wins this game, they're division champions. If the Rams win and the Cardinals handle their business against the Niners, we have a freeway we're going to have a freeway tie heading into week 17 and Seattle plays San Francisco, but the Cardinals play the Rams. So if Seattle would lose that game to the Niners, for whatever reason, if they lose out, Cardinals and Rams is essentially for the division title and maybe a playoff spot, although Seattle has clinched, the Rams have clinched, Arizona has not clinched yet. So a win would probably clinch the playoffs for Arizona. And that would mean free NFC West teams in the playoffs. I would assume the other berth would go to Tampa because Tampa just needs to win one game, and I think they'll get it this week. Very interesting scenarios as it pertains to the playoff picture um, there in the NFC West. Big game. Rams, or Rams. Seattle wins, and they win it outright. Uh, 35-24. to 24. Probably be closer. I think Russell Wilson has a big game. All right. Where are we at for time? 30 minutes. Oh, my. Sunday night football. Big game for the Packers and the Titans. Titans they're still in the thick of this NFC South race. They are, right now, tied with the Colts for the division lead. Colts play Pittsburgh. Colts could very easily win that game because Pittsburgh has been struggling. That's a story for another day. I don't want to get into how my Steelers have been struggling. Just, ugh. Um, the Titans. Big game for them. Uh, I don't know what the tiebreaker is. Um... For the AFC South, we'll see. But right now, Titans are three and a half point dogs at Lambeau Field. Over under set at 56. That tells you it's going to be a shootout. Um, Tennessee, of course, Green Bay. They already have the NFC North wrapped up. They just have to win this game on Sunday. Um, and they have the division wrapped up. Or, if my math is correct... If the Saints lose on Christmas Day to the Vikings, they'll have um, the one seed locked up. Which, if the Saints lose, they could rest Aaron Rodgers and all the stars. And that could be big for Tennessee, who's in a wild card fight right now. Very interesting scenario. But Rodgers has been balling out this year. If Patrick Mahomes wasn't in the league, this man would be MVP. Either him or Josh Allen. By the way, Tennessee on week 17, they play Houston. 
That means Indy plays the Jags, and the Jags actually beat Indy back in week one. So don't say there's motivation for the Jaguars to try and get their second win of the season. Right now, the Jaguars do have the number one pick. So who knows? They might be tanking for Trevor. Who knows? Um, But Tennessee, I think, is more motivated. They've got a better offense, in my opinion. They're more complete. They've got, in my opinion, the best running back in football, Derrick Henry. They have... And by the way, they have some really good wide receivers that no one really talks about. Tannehill's an elite quarterback low-key. He's getting elite. Um, Corey Davis, Jonu Smith, A.J. Brown. uh, Of course, Rodgers, he has Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams, Robert Sonian, Marquez, Valdez, Scantling, um, Lazard. I think Tennessee wins the football game, though. I think they're going to win 28-24. to 24. So that means they'll win outright. Uh, and I think the under will hit in that game. All right. Food of the week. Christmas dinner in the Nairi family. Who doesn't love Christmas? Not only the gifts and, you know, the one time. I got my Santa brought a flat screen TV one year. I was so ecstatic. He brought an iPad one time. That made me ecstatic. I was like 12 when we got the iPad, though, and I never really had technology like that before. And so I had, like, my own personal computer. It was nice. Sometimes Santa's brought me tickets to the Knicks and the Nets game, one of Chris Tapp's Porzingis' last games as a Nick. Oh, that was sad to see. Didn't know at the time it'd be one of his last games, but it was kind of sad. Um, but Christmas dinner in my family. First off, we get up, we open presents, then we cook the breakfast. We have chocolate chip pancakes, pancake bacon, scrapple, big Pennsylvania Dutch tradition to have scrapple. Uh, sometimes we'll have some cinnamon buns or some maybe some biscuits, whatnot. But the main event, of course, is dinner. <clears throat> and the New York correspondent, who I haven't mentioned in a while, hi, New York correspondent, how you doing? Um taught my mother this recipe chicken wrapped in bacon takes like four hours to cook the chicken but the end result's amazing you cook the chicken in the oven for like four hours or something like that you wrap it in bacon you get cream chipped beef I believe you pour it on you pour this sauce on and then this cream of chicken soup as the broth as the sauce it's amazing. And then we also were serving stuffing this year. I don't think we normally serve stuffing on Christmas Day. We're also mashed potatoes and gravying it. Very good. And then we're also having pretzel jello. Big food in my family. At holidays and the Thompson family reunion. Pretzel jello. Um, let's see. Do we, we also have crescent rolls. Only have crescent rolls once a year. At least I do. I don't know if I can speak for my parents. Christmas Day, you have crescent rolls and you roll it with nice butter. Oh, sounds so good. And then for dessert, we are getting cheesecake. And I think we're also getting an apple pie. We're getting some type of pie from Dunlaps. So we're set for Christmas dinner and Christmas Day. It's going to be one of the craziest Christmas days, by the way, sports-wise. In addition to that NFL and NBA game, 
There's Big Ten college basketball on, too. I don't remember the last time we had a major conference playing college basketball games on Christmas Day. I think this is because of 2020 and whatnot. So quite literally, this could be a once-in-a-lifetime thing. There's also a bowl game on Christmas Day as well. I believe it's the Camilla Bowl, but don't quote me on that. So you literally, you get a bowl game, an NFL game, a ton of college hoops, and of course the NBA on Christmas, which will probably steal the spotlight, especially at 8 o'clock when we get to watch Luka versus LeBron. Hey, have a very Merry Christmas. Uh, wish I could get you all a gift, but instead I gave you the gift of listening to this podcast on Christmas Day. If you so do, please. Um, uh, what else should I say about Christmas? Have fun. Wear the mask. 2020 is almost coming to an end. Thank the Lord. We've already been through enough. Stay safe. Wear a mask. And as Santa Claus told me when I whispered in his... And as Santa Claus told me when I talked to him the other day, he said to me, This is Sports Bar Talk. I listen to it a lot. And we got the best seat in the house. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. So as Santa would say, this is Sports Bar Talk, where we got the best scene in the house. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho.